Tonight on the show, we talk about conjoined twins, bad wigs, and 42nd Street 1982 shenanigans with Basket Case. My guest is Hillary. This is Manic Movie Monday. For the touch of your lips, dear But much more for the touch of your whips, dear You can raise welts like nobody else As we dance to the masochism tango The plot of Basket Case is as follows A grotesquely deformed Siamese twin named Belial Joins forces with his brother, Dwayne to stalk the physicians who separated them at birth. My guest tonight is the lovely and gorgeous and awesome Hillary. You could say hi now. (laughs) (laughs) That's my cue. That was perfect. Hello, my name is Hillary. (laughs) (laughs) That was so perfect though. It was like Hillary. Is Hillary here? Can we hear Hillary? Okay. All right. Anyway, this movie pretty much doesn't have any big quote name actors in it. It has Kevin Van Hendrichick. Hendrensick? Yep. Can't say it. I'm going to go KVH. KVH is the star as Dwayne. The receptionist, Terry Suzanne Smith. Casey, the lovable hooker with a heart of gold. Beverly Bonner. And a cast of... Ten other people, basically. So <laughs> this is this is not a uh, this this is not like a star-studded event, so to speak. Um, this movie came out in 1982. It is currently in the Museum of Modern Art. Really? I know. I was shocked too. <laughs> um, and then for those of you listening, uh, you know that this show probably has boobs, a lot of blood, and there's definitely spoilers. So if you have never seen Basket Case. Go turn on your Tubi. That's a plug for Tubi. Go watch it. It's free. And then come back and listen. So, um, yeah. So, Hillary, this you said this is not your first time seeing this movie, correct? No, I saw Basket Case, like, definitely once in the 80s when I was building my love for horror. And I feel like I probably saw it in, like, the late 90s, but that whole area of my life is kind of blackout drunkish. <laughs> so I feel like it was on, but I couldn't tell you one where it was or two really what happened. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, you know what? I saw it with a pig shit trailer guy. So my recollection of Basket Case was very dim. I didn't, I don't, remember i think i actually we owned basket case one two and three i'm pretty sure i've seen all of them i have no memory whatsoever so this was kind of a first time watch as well kvh turns out is in all three fuck yeah that's so cool yeah that's good to know now he's a sculptor like he doesn't even do the whole acting thing anymore he was like an academy uh academy of the dramatic arts student and that's how he got the job. I mean, like, he, was, now, he was like, okay. He sculpts deformed twins. He sculpts things. Yes. He's <laughs> maybe he's not twins. Probably but. not that. But he does. <laughs> he gets to sculpt things. It's awesome. So basically, yeah, this movie is about revenge. Like 
plain and simple, it's about revenge. And it takes place in a time of New York City that doesn't... Was awesome. Right, that does not... <laughs> That totally does not exist anymore, right? Okay. Now I was going to ask you because the opening takes place like 42nd Street, grimy, sleazy, slimy. Pretty much every Hen and Lauder movie basically is has follows that formula. Because um, he also did Frankenhooker and Brain Damage and a couple other ones. But like that scene where Dwayne is walking down the street <laughs> and the friendly neighborhood drug dealer... Offers him, you know, a list of drugs. Some of All which, of them. Some All of, which, of the drugs. Right, some of which I had to ask Pablo. I was like, what's window pane? And he goes, he goes, it's acid, honey. And I was like, oh, I didn't. What's, what's acid? Okay. So, <laughs> but you actually grew up around there. So tell me about that because awesome. Yeah. So I remember like going to New York City with my older sister you know, like she's a police officer, so we ha we're on different playing fields. But I so I went there with her, and literally people were trying to like offer us stuff. <laughs> and my yeah, like <laughs> literally walking down the street were two girls. I'm you know in my early teens. She's probably like nineteen, so I'm thirteen, fourteen, somewhere around there. And people were just like, oh, like would you like the drugs? Like right. any of, any the, of drugs. the drugs? Like. And my sister's just, you know, like hoofing it past. And I, I totally remember being like, I cannot wait to come back here <laughs> without like, without you know, my, this without my sister, <laughs> this place is going to be so super tight. Oh. I cannot wait. That's awesome. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So so the so so that is actually very true to life. I mean, the way that they kind of accost Duane as he's walking down the street yeah. carrying a basket, which oddly enough, <laughs> the rest of the movie is people asking him what's in the basket. Like that is said so many times it's actually in the trailer, but drug guy does not ask. Yeah, the fact <laughs> that so many people honestly asked about the basket, I was like Huh, there was kind of big on, you know, like, we kind of mind our business around here. But I did take notice that once people asked him, like, well, what's in the basket? And he would say, what, you know, laundry or right. what, none of your business. Easter eggs. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> you know. Like, piano recital lessons. Yeah, yeah, like, whatever yeah, is in here. And yeah. people were just like, oh, yeah, okay. Like, yeah. like there's right. no follow-up question. No, of absolutely no follow-up questions. And it's funny because the landlord, so Dwayne ends up in a... $20 what, a night hotel. What, 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 what my boyfriend called a flop house. Yeah. <laughs> Because he's that old. Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. So, yeah. So, he ends up at this flop house and he gets... Um, which I couldn't wait to go spend the night at when which, I was 13. But what's so funny about that is that a lot of these filming locations aren't even actual filming locations. They're just like lofts that they kind of dressed up. I mean, you could kind of tell when Dwayne starts to go on his little journey to the doctor's offices to kill all the doctors. Those doctor's offices are fucking foul. Okay? <laughs> like, like, I mean, I was like, is that, ooh, I wouldn't take my clothes off in there. Like, <laughs> I loved Dr. Needleman's office. Oh, Needleman's office? Because I was just like, that's exactly where you would go with a doctor one named Dr. Needleman. Needleman. <laughs> 
right? I was just like, absolutely would have checked him out. Well played, Helen Lauder. Well played. And like, yeah, the fact that it was so filthy, I was like, oh my God, this was like a pill mill before they had pill mills. That's hilarious. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Needleman, Needleman, who basically looks like Steve Buscemi, got hit in the face. Yeah. Like, total, total straight In the bad way, which is weird to say. Because I think I probably would have fucked Steve Buscemi back in the 90s. I would fuck Steve Buscemi today. Tonight. Oh, that's good. Good for you. Yeah. That's probably the first person (laughs) who said that. (laughs) Steve Buscemi. Why not? He's great. So, so anyway, when we get to the doctor's office, the first doctor's office, because he's already killed, at this point, he's already killed the one doctor. At his house. Lifflander. Lifflander. Yes, he's killed Lifflander at his house. Um, and we don't even really know why like, he was there. Why he was there. We know Lifflander was upset. Yeah, so it, he goes into Lifflander's house and they kill, or Belial kills, I guess. Because I guess if you watch it, Dwayne really never kills anybody. No, he's literally just like the vehicle to the killing. Right. Like he's right. fully on board. Yeah. Yeah. Can't oh, yeah. paint him as like, no. I didn't know. He's not innocent. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, weird. <laughs> he's not he, innocent. Yeah. He, yeah. He was like a lovable weird though. Yeah. Until, I'll be honest with you, the moment he lost me um, was the giggle in the bar. I could not get over it was like a total boner killer for me but like when he started doing the weird like giggle in the bar when he was talking to Casey about you know the basket I was just like oh fuck me I can't (laughs) I'm so different (laughs) (laughs) that was me like totally rooting for Casey right like oh show him all his new moves but just to show you how different we are me and Hillary went to the Def Leppard REO Speedwagon concert. I, of course, was salivating over Phil Collins in his, like, greasy, you know, abtastic moment. Whereas Hillary was going, wanting to take Kevin Cronin from REO Speedwagon home. So that is, yes, that audience, that is the difference between <laughs> Hillary and I. So, so Dwayne is fuckable. Totally. Right, yeah. Well, drunk Dwayne. Drunk Dwayne, yeah. Like, sober Dwayne, he he was weird. Too too awkward. Very awkward. Yeah, Yeah. we we couldn't get it in. But, yeah, drunk Dwayne? Yeah, drunk Dwayne was all about it. Okay, so speaking of love interests, as far as this movie is concerned. Yeah, I know, we gotta gotta go there. So, Terry Suzanne Smith plays... And I'm sorry, Terry, if you're listening. What was her... Oh, God. Did we not write down her name? No, she didn't get a name from me. Her name was Receptionist. receptionist. I totally put Receptionist. Me too. All right. Once again, apologies for that one. Um, But you know what? Hey, uh, unlike some podcasts who will just give out the wrong information, I will admit that I did not do the proper due diligence of finding out this person's name. Anyway, so, um, yes, she... She sort of courts him. Um, she's basically like a manic pixie girl, but in a wig. Because it's a wig. and For sure. <clears throat> and when I was watching it, I was like, why is she wearing a wig? I go, this movie has a $36,000 budget. I don't think they're budgeted for wigs. And Pablo, in his infinite wisdom, is like, he's like, maybe it's her wig from home. 
And then I started thinking, like, wow, what if she had cancer and, like, she was doing this movie and it was, like, the last movie? No. She was in a punk band. She had shaved her head. She's in a punk band called The Tattooed Vegetables. Pretty fucking cool. And there's a poster online. Um, so, like, you can see that they were, in fact, a real band. But she shaved her head and, therefore, she had to bring a wig from home to look like this love interest of Dwayne's um but I really wish she had the shaved head I might have really liked her more with with the the shaved shaved head head. and she would have worked for Dr. Needleman with the shaved head being in a punk band yeah called the tattooed vegetables which would have been interesting right like she could have totally plugged her band and then I would have listened to the song that I'm sure that they created right absolutely and yeah they really should have gone that route Mm -hmm. instead of blonde wig herring oh lord let me take you on a tour of New York City young man (laughs) (laughs) right because she does kind of act like a school teacher even though she's she's got she's got mad like thirst energy for sure she wants Dwayne she's gonna stop at nothing to become the president of the I love Dwayne fan club are you here to fix my typewriter right (laughs) it's making this noise like (laughs) right I wish she demonstrate the noise and it's like what in the fuck has just happened right okay so so she so for some reason he finds her ridiculously charming and decides to uh, plan a date with her where they go on a sightseeing mission which he then has to hide from Belial right now which like can we can I (laughs) I'm sorry but can I can we talk about Belial when did we get Belial and Dwayne we need we need to talk about Belial well now it's funny that you should ask that I I yeah no I need you to learn me something Belial is Hebrew for evil no for wicked and worthless oh yeah no then they named him right so so Dwayne got Christmas presents right and exactly. Belial. And, and, and when we go into the flashback, when we see exactly how they grew up and how the father, you know, blames Belial because clearly he went tearing ass out of that vagina. Right. You know, and it ended the mom's life. So we know that the father hated Belial. You know, they secretly, uh, while their aunt was away, uh, arranged for... Two doctors and a vet. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I love the add-on of the veterinarian. I didn't know Cutter was a vet. That was that, that was a good, like, whoa, okay, so Cutter's a vet. All right. Um, and we're going to talk about her in a second because I love Dr. Cutter. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, my God, the scenery chewing is so amazing. She's great. <laughs> she could give Faye Dunaway and Mommy Dearest run for her money in this movie. And I love it. I love it because she, she owns the part and... I don't think I'd ever want to see her in anything else, yeah. you know. One and done, Cutter. One and done. One and Absolutely. Done. Absolutely. So, as we see in the flashback, Dwayne was, uh, Dwayne and, Dwayne and Belial were born together, <laughs> conjoined, and, uh, at some point the father arranged for this haphazard, disgustingly sounded because i mean you could the 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 sound effects that they used were so great are so oh my god like it like it's just, it sounds like they're tearing into cardboard as yeah. they're doing this like thing. wet card wet like soggy cardboard, I mean, cardboard into like dry cardboard yeah cardboard? it's, it's <laughs> 
Biden von Hendrick. <laughs> See? I mean, it's right. So, yeah. I mean, the, the fact that we know that they've been separated and Belial basically orchestrates the father's death because I'm 99% sure that the whole I talk to him in my brain yeah. thing started then because he's basically like, okay, now we're going to build a torture device. <laughs> like, well, I think that they did it, they started doing it when they were conjoined because that's how Dwayne goes and gets him at like the neighbor's house in the pile of trash. Oh, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yes. Okay. So he gets the message that he's in the trash. He gets him from the trash and then that's when. Which was fantastic. Which is great. Effort. Yeah. Yeah. The hefty bag tied in a knot just like sitting on the lawn. <laughs> I was like, I, the cleanup here is really phenomenal. Like, here you go. I wonder if that was the vet that came up right, with that plan. Right. No, you just put it in a bag. You just leave it out for the trash, man. Fuck your Fine. fetal corpse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get this flashback where basically Belial has convinced Dwayne to make a torture device that is going to cut the father in half. <clears throat> it was like, great. Straight up, down the middle, in half. And then the aunt is able to convince society, and by that we mean cops, that it was a it was an accident. Yeah. He <laughs> so tripped and fell. He tripped and into fell the table saw both ways into, at the same time. Into a table saw. So uh, that, that pretty much concludes that story. Um, and then they continue their pursuit of killing random, of, of killing these doctors who basically caused us. So, like, Lifflander's already dead. Needle, Needleman, Needleman, um, Needleman gets it kind of, like, in the middle of the night. Like, he's closing up shop. He's closing up shop at the closing office. Closing up the pill mill. Closing up the pill mill. <laughs> and Dwayne just basically lets Belial loose in a air vent or something. What, what how? he rips the door off. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he is Belial has insane strength. Okay, I, I mean, we're going to talk about. We're gonna, obviously, we're going to talk about the last five minutes of this movie because we were talking about just how strong Belial is. Uh, Belial demolisher of vaginas, but he he it's truly too long to fit. Right, pussy slayer. Yeah. Um, he really, like, has this superhuman strength. So, yeah, he removes the door off the hinges. And then, um, <clears throat> does he just tear him up? Does he tear him up? Yeah, he, like, goes for the face. Face, yeah. And then yeah. it was just, like, it's just kind of blood splashes. Yeah, right, right, Yeah, right. so, yeah. and then he's he is also then just then in two pieces. Just in two pieces. Yeah, <laughs> like... You know, the way deformed twin vagina slayers I guess, right? I mean, you know, hello, 1982, 42nd Street. Okay. It was a great time. If you all missed it, you really missed out. Speaking of shit we missed. Okay, so the scene where Dwayne and Casey are having their drunken heart-to-heart in the bar. Love it. Did you know where that bar was? No. That bar is the world famous... (laughs) Hellfire Club. Not to be confused with the, not to be confused with the like, Hellfire Club of Stranger <laughs> Things or or the Hellfire Club of the UK. Two different totally different places. This particular place How many Hellfire Clubs can right? there really be? I didn't think sorry, but this particular place was a BDSNM club, sex club, um, that was very popular back in the day and was frequented by quite a few uh 
1970s porn stars. It was a very, like, it was one of those, like, anything goes type. Yeah, place. my sister didn't take me there on our journey I to New York. I would be with our But I'm going to call her and ask her why now. Because be that like, was rude. Well, I mean, it's funny that there's a documentary about Plato's Retreat, which was the premier swingers club in New York City in the 70s. But there's no documentary about Hellfire Club. So I'm wondering if that's just because nobody wants to talk or everyone's dead. Could be both. <laughs> like, I mean. Well, apparently there's now a need for it because I would watch a documentary on the Hellfire Club. Absolutely. Yeah. It's interesting to me. I That's, you know, the. That's... Any documentarians out there watching this? Right. First watch Basket Case. First watch Basket Case. And, and then, and then. Start a documentary on, on this the Hellfire, Hellfire Club. Club. BDSM. All right. Okay, so let's see. Um, yeah, we have that. Okay, so let's talk about Belial because. Um, <laughs> Belial, I was team Belial till the last five minutes of this movie. I thought Belial was adorable in like a very like wounded puppy kind of way. Yeah, we're so different. He had like that. Because <laughs> he's like, he's like ugly and gross and whatever. But like he, you know, he just wants to like eat his hamburgers and whatever. And murder doctors. And murder doctors. And which, control his twin brother's brain. Yeah. All right. So you're right. He was yeah. a little. All right, so he's got his flaws. Aside from all of <laughs> right. that, you know, we he, snore. He has so. his flaws. There's something endearing about the scene in the toilet. Like, there just is. Like, no, just without like, a doubt. Where he's just kind of sitting, and, he, and Belial is in the, the toilet, toilet, and they're just sort of having this, this conversation, moment. this yeah. moment. I'm like, aw, he ain't heavy. He's my brother. Right. <laughs> <That's> special. <laughs> I get it. Okay. I see what y'all were doing, you know. I did really like that, you know, how, like, the director would have just Dwayne answering Belial. Because, you know, it was, mm -hmm. Belial was talking to Dwayne. Right. Mentally. Right. Uh, telepathically. Yeah, keeping him up at night. Yeah. Right. And Dwayne would then answer because mm -hmm. there would be times where I'm just like, what is happening? And it yes. was during the mm -hmm. Belial's talking to Dwayne and then you have to wait for Dwayne to answer and then, like, backtrack part of the conversation mm -hmm. in to see what he was talking about. And that kept my brain doing stuff when technically, like, visually, nothing really was happening. Absolutely. A absolutely. Because he's just laying in bed talking. And that is pro probably one of the reasons he was chosen for that role is because, is because he's a, you know, he's a gifted theater actor and they know what the fuck they're doing. And so, I mean, the fact that he was able to have this, like, conversation that not really was a conversation. I mean... My God, like, that's actually really good acting. Yeah, no, it's talented, because I was able to then follow the conversation based mm -hmm. on, like, his facial expressions and his tone and his pitch, mm -hmm. and then figure out what, you know, I imagined Belial was saying to get such a response. Right, and, like, it, my, my, uh, oh, okay, so, so, so they, I was, like, going back to the whole date thing, so they go on this date, so, so Dwayne on the DL, <laughs> decides to take receptionist. Is it? S no. Forget it. I'm not going to. I really literally don't know her name. No, her name's I receptionist. I don't know her name. Receptionist. He takes receptionist to Statue of Liberty, and they have one of the most uncomfortable makeout scenes I think I've ever seen in a movie. Because <laughs> he was supposed to be with Casey, the yeah. hooker with the heart of gold. He ate her face. Yeah. Like, he fucking straight up ate her face. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, and fun fact, 
co-worker uh, with the big glasses who comes to visit Dwayne and Belial when the aunt, you know, is introducing oh. and she says, you know, I'm going to warn you, it's not a pretty sight and most people have left at this point and she's like, oh, that's what's all fine, blah, 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 blah. and then she goes up there and then she's like, ah, and she leaves. That woman was instrumental in KVH auditioning for the role. Yeah, because she was doing the casting and they were dating. Yeah, but... <clears throat> Good for her. I know. I was like, oh, that's so cool. Because he really carried that movie a lot of yes. the time. Him and Casey. No, he did. He absolutely did. Casey was so amazing. Casey reminded me of, like, like an old school, like a torch singer type you know she had such a wonderful presence great clothes great clothes fantastic apartment um for twenty dollars a night for twenty dollars a city. night for her like hotel yeah <laughs> quotes <laughs> <laughs> something like that um she was yeah she was really casey really is the heart for of sure the film because she looks out for Dwayne. Yeah. Because Dwayne's running around with a bankroll. Right. Just you know? being all stupid, showing the bums in the... Yeah. I mean, he's like, point of the- Yeah, I don't know what that is. I don't... I mean, or we could call it a lobby, but I don't think we would be right. Three people standing up, and that's yeah, all it no, fits. Just, that's all it is. It's just the really weird landlord who kind of looks like, you know, Carl from... Um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, I know exactly. I was hoping I could get my monster down quick enough okay. to be like, I god know exactly. Okay, good. Thank God. Because, yeah, my brain. Whoop. I walk. I love, I know. Absolutely. So, like, we have Carl, right? And then you have the really weird dude who's just kind of running around in, like, a suit for no apparent reason. And I'm like, is was he a my most questioning. Man? Because he was totally supposed to be, like, the drunken slob of Skid Row. But, yeah, right. he's, he's in, in a, a full suit. suit. He is clean-shaven. Yeah. Yeah. He showered this morning with Irish Spring. Like, right, right. He yeah. totally had it put yes. together. Totally and I was like, he's the thieving bum? Like, yeah. Yeah. you really couldn't dirty him up at all? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. It was crazy. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think of who else was... No, that was, that was pretty much it. And then so you have, like, the guy that basically is stealing because he wants to steal the bankroll. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, New York City, 82. Pretty sure this was shot in, like, 80 or 81. So not the most, you know, safe time in the world. Yeah. But he's doing this. And uh, and so he goes to he goes to thief. He goes to steal. And Belial is like, the fuck you are. And just goes after him. And then and then goes after him in his own in his own room. <laughs> well, initially he's looking through the peephole. Oh yes, and, and Casey's like, like that? yeah, yeah, and yeah. Casey turns around because she's about to mind her business, and then she was like, "Nah, I don't, I don't get down with thieves." And turns around, right. knocks on the door, and, and tells, tells Dwayne, Dwayne, "Like, yeah, exactly." Rumor has it you got some money on you. Right. Keep it with you. Be keep careful. it hidden. You got to be careful. I don't want nobody in my business, so right. this and not. and that's when I fell in love with Casey. And she doesn't hit on Dwayne, no, ever, ever, not she, even when they're drunk. She didn't need she just, to. I mean, she's no. gorgeous. And yeah. She's you know, like fight him off with a stick, right. especially with those shoes. Oh, oh my god, god, those shoes! She just, she's just awesome. She's like the she is the heart and soul of the character. So, um, so oh yeah, so then, so then, uh, he 
Dwayne decides to bring receptionist <laughs> back to his place and they have a very uncomfortable, very strange sex scene, sort of sex scene when they're like making out or whatever. And, uh, and then, but Belial decides that he's done on the sidelines and he wants a piece of the action. So he <laughs> attempts to like Siamese twins do. Yeah. He attempts to molest her and so instead of Dwayne basically beating Belial, Dwayne <laughs> Dwayne wraps receptionist in a sheet and throws her right out the door. The door. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean <laughs> like she's in a like, like, she's in some sort of torture movie or something. <laughs> just wraps her in a sheet. Like, she can't see anything. She's wandering around. She's kind of fumbling. And he just, just shoves, shoves her, her right out the door and slams it. And he's like, done. Yeah. You know? And, um, and then it, my, my one of my favorite lines is when he's like, you know, is this what I have to worry about when I bring a girl home? You climbing all over her? <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, that's not the worst thing you're going to have to worry about. <laughs> Because this is a Hen and Lauder movie, and it's going to get far worse. <laughs> so yeah, I, w- I was, I was, I was team, I was team Belial, but I was more like team like, okay, I can understand they're trying to get revenge and everything. Which brings us to Cutter. So whoop, whoop. I know Doctor Cutter is fabulous. Uh, we first meet her in a... She's the veterinarian, right? She's the veterinarian. Yeah, perfect. We first meet her in a phone call. Uh-huh. Uh, because, which she, she's, she's being interrupted. She's having dinner with what looks like an underage male prostitute. Basically. Because it's just like a guy with like his shirt wide open and he's very young and he's kind of confused. He so might be 18. There. Like, yeah. like oh, when we think, say okay. young, not... 18. We yeah. can go 18. We don't have yeah. to go like creepy with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give her 18. I'm not going to make her a pedophile. Because she's 50. Right. So, it, I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 No. So, yeah. He's like 18, 19. So, he's legal and able to make his own decisions. Because I'm, yes. I'm team cutter. So. Yeah. So, team cutter. So, so she answers the phone and she's like, look, I don't know why you're calling me. I don't care. None of this ever happened. I didn't remove a conjoined twin. Fuck you! I'm going back to my piece of beefcake, basically. Yeah. Um, so then we see that um, when Dwayne and Belial kill Needleman, they steal his Rolodex. What I love about was remember when he goes, he goes, "Where's the address book?" And he comes with this Rolodex Huge. from the '70s. It's so perfect. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, buddy." So they can find out where Cutter's office is. And and luckily he had everything typed out absolutely. on her card. Oh, you know, yeah, like Dr. Cutter, her home address, home address work address, phone number. Like, <laughs> like, so, oh, so then we go to so Dr. Efficient. Cutter's office and we are treated to uh, the Doublement twins. Uh, of, of Now, did they both have casts on their arms? I think so. Yeah, I think that they both did. So I guess when they hired one of them, the other one was like, you know, I have a twin sister. And they were like, bring her along! Right, yeah. yeah so what could go wrong? I'm I so mean, good with twins. It's confusing as fuck in this movie. But yeah. like, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> so so the, there's twins. And uh, 
he decides he makes did did he make the appointment with Cutter or did he just walk in? Now I'm now I'm wondering because I'm like, well, I can't remember. I think he just walked in. Oh, right, right. Because he had the, you know, he has Belial in the basket. Yeah. And he keeps saying it's his cat. It's his cat. Yeah. His cat's very sick. He's yes. needs help. Okay. Okay, well, so, show me your cat. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes back there and and, uh, and and unleashes Belial on her and an entire drawer full of sharps. Basically, a drawer full of, of uh, you know, scalpels and scissors and all kinds of crazy shit. And so... When the Doubleman twins come to open the door and Cutter raises her head, she looks like a floral arrangement. Like, she's got, <laughs> I mean, she's got shit sticking out everywhere, and I was like, that's perfect. Like, yeah, that's, no, that, that was a work of art. That's a wonderful work of art. Yay, kudos to you, Belial! You know, um, so once again, Team Belial, but then this happens. <clears throat> yeah, we gotta talk about it. Yeah, we gotta talk, I mean, we gotta talk about it. It was, it was uncomfortable and I had to unpack it and then I had to ask Pablo questions because I was like did I just see what I think I just saw because I was like and then I was like oh oh because it's almost worse what I found out as opposed to what I thought was happening so then you're gonna have to share it with me because right now I'm I was giggly because we see it and we're like is Belial okay so we're like does Belial have a penis big question right? right and you're like no because we've seen We've seen all of him. His situation, and no, you know, he barely has two hands. So, when, uh, so, so, so KDH, KDH is, um, is having a very interesting dream, uh, and, uh, spoiler alert, he's a shower, not a grower. So, uh, he's just running through the, running through the, the, the New York winter, because it was, apparently it was, like, the middle of winter. Is running with an erect penis... Does like, it have a name? Well, <laughs> is it like pornographic or like illegal? Because apparently, like I oh, see, right, so yes. many flaccid no. penis. Yes, right, it is. See, yes. I thought so. As it I was is. just like, yes, because I, yeah, at the time, at the time, at that time, yes, that was absolutely would have given it an X rating. So he had to, you know, which I mean, he's in the it's in the middle of winter and he's naked. I'm guessing it probably wasn't that hard to not to not have yeah. You know, so he's running and... Carpet matches the drapes, Right? Though. Hey! Yeah! <laughs> That's two afros, my friend. Uh, so he, he, what he thinks is a sex dream is actually not him having sex with receptionist, but Belial has broken into her apartment and is... Well, okay, so I said that Belial was molesting her. However, when Belial jumps off of her, uh, her whole lower half of her body is completely destroyed. Sticky. So (laughs) I think just as he tore apart his mother during childbirth, I think he tore apart her vagina a la American Psycho. You know, I think that's exactly what happened. I think maybe he might have just eaten his way through. Really? See, like I yeah. went a totally different way. Your okay, way makes wanna, more sense. Well, I would like to hear your theory. On oh that. my God, because I'm, you know, a four-year-old boy on most occasions. <laughs> so, yeah. For you 
would just think he's like dry humping her for yeah, no reason. I really <laughs> did. I really thought like he had strangled her. Oh right. And, and then it, just like got sticky down there yeah. and like just dry and, like, humped was, with the, the that stick. Was it. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, so like yeah, murder, yes, I get right, we right. shouldn't do that. Right. But like as far as sexual assaults go, right. like but, but right, you were I just dry humped. That's like, what I thought, right? And but, then I was looking at it, and I went, "Oh, oh, yeah, no, your your theory yeah. actually." I'm like, he he just tow that vagina up, yeah. So, which is less okay? No, totally yeah. not okay. <laughs> like that's when that's when Aaron became not Team Belial anymore. See, and I was kind of on. And, and I was barely, making it to Team Belial when I was like, he's dry humped at this point. But then, so Dwayne obviously is mortified by this um his sort of pseudo girlfriend has been killed he grabs belial and runs i mean he goes oh oh we missed my favorite oh fuck it we missed my favorite part of the movie which is when belial has a temper tantrum oh the claymation yes 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 Claymation plus stop motion equals yeah. a very happy me. Uh, I loved it. I was like, I mean, just like, ah! and just throwing, ra- and they're throwing papers everywhere, and they and like the bed, like the I bed, get, yeah, because yeah. he's nothing he's but muscle. The drawer, yes. <laughs> he's you know eight inches at right, most, at most, right? Of and just oh, solid sh- muscles, but just, yeah, like dresser goes flying, everything, yeah. Yeah, and Carl, you know, from yeah, downstairs right. has to run three flights of stairs. <laughs> Which, I mean, he, he does a lot. Of, you know what? I just noticed that. Carl does a lot of running up the stairs. Yeah. That is pretty much Carl's job in this whole movie. Yeah, is, here's a key. Landlord, run up right? down the stairs. Run up, run up, up down the stairs. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, shit, I gotta open the door and find out who's killing so-and-so. Or, oh, Casey's upset. I gotta find out why Casey's upset. Or, you know, or... See, because my favorite... Like, one of my all-time favorite parts of the movie was when Belial tries to molest Casey and she's not having it. Oh, right, right. Now, okay, so it's, she's, is she, she's laying in bed, right? She's laying, she's in, laying bed. in bed. She's got that great, like, happy face, face on down. everything. I, I she's She was the happiest so hooker cool. See? of 1982. She was. She's the happiest hooker of 82. Yeah. <laughs> That's, Casey wins an award. Yeah, so yeah, she goes to bed in like a nightgown with big smiley face on it, and then Belial's in between her pillows and is like gonna try to right. get up on and her, and she's, like, she's yeah, yeah, loses her mind, and then the crazy lady from across the hall was like, "You're gonna stay with me. You're gonna stay with me," and I was and, like, "Take and, your chances right. with Belial." Right. Casey's like, <laughs> like, "No, I'm good. I'm yeah. alright." It's actually, it's fine, actually. No, I'm fine. I don't want to stay it's with okay. you. And I love that they always, like, whenever they open up, like, one of the rooms, it's always, like, the window is always ajar. Yeah. Like, I'm like, where is he? On the fire escape? Where yep. is he? Because he, is he climbing? Is that what it is? Is that he, like, hides and then he climbs up the stairs? Yeah. <laughs> well, it would, chances of it being a brick building are very high. Right. So he like, probably has some traction. Yeah, right? definitely yeah. has, like, some Spider-Man grip finger tips and we know he's sticky yeah yeah uh, but like everything in new york really does have a fire escape so really ah, an argument can be made that he has ha- he has hidden on several fire escapes, escapes during yeah. this movie. yeah wow okay that's amazing yeah like that's a that's I, an interesting yeah point. if anybody made an argument either way i would say yeah i could buy, yeah. I could buy that yeah i could believe that and then uh Dwayne basically just goes ape shit grabs belial and they hop off the roof and uh scene Basically, that's the end of the movie. They they fall to their death off of 
a sign that they were holding. But then they're in basket case two. Two and three. Right. Right. I know. I'm like, so now, well, I know. And then I guess at one point they, someone, someone procreates and then Pablo's like, how can he procreate? He doesn't have a dick. And I was like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's head in lauder land as far yeah. as I'm concerned. I mean, I how- mean, you just need like the DNA, right? I guess. I like, mean, that's what I was thinking is maybe it's like a mad scientist situation. Right. Where someone's like, oh, you know what? I heard all about that Belial Yeah, case. Belial was going around murdering people. I've got my veterinarian and scientist right. friends. Maybe we should make this happen again. Yeah, maybe, you know, but we'll keep it contained like they did in Jurassic Park. Right. Like, it'll be fine. It'll be like a biological weapon we create. Right. <laughs> Belial 2, Belial 3, Belial yeah. 4. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Okay, so uh, I think we've pretty much covered the entire spectrum of the questions that we normally ask. So let's, but let's just see. All right, so the movie has absolutely no soundtrack, by the way. It is dark, ominous tones all the way. Yeah. There's nothing going on. There's not even music in the... And the wet, soggy, ripping cardboard noise. Just creepy. Slishing and squashing squashing and and a lot of of that. Um, And then, I guess, okay, so favorite character, obviously, is Casey. Casey, but I really do need to give an honorable mention to the ant. Oh, yeah, the ant's fantastic. Right? Like, she doesn't give a fuck. No. I love my boys. That's it. Like, totally stepped up to the plate and just, like, raised, you know deformed brothers yeah and was just like i love them don't right. care and don't don't care do not don't care. touch them yeah I mean, the only reason that the father got away with separating the conjoined twins was because the aunt went on vacation mm-hmm. and they had to wait for the aunt to go out of town in order for them to get away with this you know abomination basically so yeah it's fucking crazy no i mean like i have no desire to see two or three <laughs> no no i'm not saying like, that might we be should a, do that all no, the basket cases no, no, that, that might be a, a wikipedia deep dive for like i can't sleep let's find yeah. out what's going on in the hen and lauder verse you know but i do, i doubt it would be any kind of like you know like oh i'm gonna watch the whole set no 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 no, no. i don't think it's um it's good. I like I like it. I don't know if I like it as much as Frankenhooker. I mean, and Frankenhooker is so over the top, but it's there's almost a trauma like quality yeah. of Frankenhooker that I like more and I even though it's it's still got that same level of grime. Yeah. Because Hen and Lauder's movies make me want to take a shower and not in a good way. I mean in a silkwood shower type way. Just like a fucking like just drenched and pure crying yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm like oh god it's so dirty it's just dirty 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 i can't i can't scrub you off me it's not not sexual it's just dirty right um yeah exactly so i i i think um i think i'll probably i will probably revisit uh frankenhooker at at a later date but this was super fun, man. This I'm, was. This is awesome. I'm so happy that you could do this. And Thank you for asking me to come. This is great, man. This is so happy. And of course, Murphy, oh, look at him. He passed out. Till I move again. Oh, yeah. As soon as you move, then it's like he's going to start howling. We're thinking of actually putting a whole thing in the in the show where he howls. And then we're like, oh, I guess it's time for shout outs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> for the future. All right, awesome sauce. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me.